Okay. Hola, and welcome to the Align Podcast with Audrey. Get ready to go behind the scenes and uncover the secrets of what it takes to become an exceptional woman. Join me as we dive deep into the nitty gritty of daily practices that build the foundation for success and happiness. From faith to fitness, mindset work to daily disciplines, we'll explore it all. This podcast is specifically designed for women who are ready to unlock their true potential. So grab your favorite drink, get comfy, and let's embark on this journey together, uncovering the real day-to-day practices that shape extraordinary women. I'm very excited today because it just dawns on me that this episode is something that is very providential, meaning that I am recording this on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. And if you go to Mass today, you know that the Gospel reading is from Matthew when the angel Gabriel appears to Mary, and Mary gives the angel her fiat, her total yes to God. On today's episode, I'm joined by my new Catholic bestie, Raquel Me Lamore, who is a clinical social worker. And she is also the founder of Fiat Board. Raquel Me, welcome. Hi, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited you're here because I recently prayed to God. You know, I have so many um, non-Catholic Christian besties who I love. And I asked the Lord to give me Catholic besties who are truly living their faith because I want to be able to talk about scripture. I want to be able to talk about Jesus and the blessed sacrament of the Eucharist, right? (laughs) And I don't get to do that with a lot of people. And I'm so grateful that God sent me you. So can you tell us more about yourself, your work, and what Fiat Forward is? Yes, thank you so much for having me. And I am also very excited to have a new best friend in my arsenal (laughs) of Catholic women. Um, I'm a little bit um, congested, so (laughs) bear with me. But um, I am a licensed clinical social worker. So that just means that I am licensed in mental health. I um, run a behavioral health program for a nonprofit and I have a private practice. Um, I also teach social work courses at a Catholic college. Um, so my passion is mental health and and the intersection of mental health and faith um, and bringing women together um, and just being countercultural and debunking all the things that society tells us that we should be as Catholic women. That's a loaded statement right there debunking all of these well, tell us what you mean by that well I think there's a perception um at least from what I see on social media where um you have to look a certain way or act a certain way right um you have to you know fit this mold of what a Catholic woman is meaning that she's married young and she has four and five kids and she wears a veil to mass, you know, and she holds her rosary tight with her and maybe she's a stay at home mom. And not that there's anything wrong with those things, right? They're beautiful. Um, But we can be other things, right? We can live in the world and be a model of Catholic womanhood, right? We can be authentically ourselves and authentically feminine when the world right now is going in a way where femininity is really losing all of its core, um, we can challenge that just by the way that we walk and talk and act and and love each other. I love that you just said that um, because when you are on social media and you're following, I mean, and not just Catholic, um, Christian women in general, you see, and by the way, if you're Catholic, you are Christian. Let's 
that's the, the number one thing we have to debunk. <laughs> believe in Christ, you are a Christian. Um, if you believe in Christ as your Lord and Savior. So when you follow us on social media, you see that we're talking a lot about femininity and embracing our feminine genius. You know, the in scripture, it says male and female, he created them, meaning that we are endowed with these gifts as women that we are meant to use in the world to nurture ourselves, to nurture others, to nurture friendships with, and even to put into our work. Can you talk to us about femininity as Christian women? Yeah. Uh, um, women specifically have such a gift. And sometimes it goes untapped. You know, our ability to connect emotionally with someone, to see to their soul, is something that is so beautiful, so profound. And we want to sometimes be like men, right? And we forget that we have this innate gift to be receptive, to be open, to receive, right? Just physically, the way that our bodies are made, to receive. I mean, we just met and immediately we had this emotional connection, right? Not that men can't do that, but we're just better at it, right? And for the most part, we can do it really well, right? Um, you see male friendships and they're like, hey, what's up, right? And they're <laughs> kind of like where they're at. But women are like, how are you? Yes. Right? How are you doing? How's yes. your heart? How's yes. your mind, right? We just have this ability to do that. And we need to tap into that and use that to heal ourselves, to heal others, to, to be in communion with each other, right? It's so beautiful that we have that. So that's what we're learning in fiat. That's what we're doing um, in ministry and in my work with other women and my friendships is that we can use those little things that God gave us, you know, those gifts of that are authentically and unique to women. I wasn't even sure that I really wanted to go into this, but I'm excited about this topic. But before we keep diving in, tell us about Fiat 40, how it came about. Fiat Forward. Forward. Um, so this really came also very providential. Um, so about two years ago, uh, my husband wanted to do this program called Exodus 90, which is a 90-day program for men where they have certain disciplines, right? <clears throat> disciplines of the body, mind, and soul. Um, and it was going to be a challenge for him. So I told my friend whose husband was also doing, I said, you know, what are we going to do for these 90 days? The guys want to do this. How do we support our husbands, right? Because some of the disciplines were like no TV, no sweets. Um, they had to read a scripture every day, <clears throat> go to confession, go to mass. So I'm, I'm saying to her, are we just going to be watching TV and eating chips and cake while they're doing this for the 90 days? So I said, maybe there's something out there that's similar, but for women. So I started looking on the internet and I came across Fiat 90, um, which was a program very similar to Exodus based off of Exodus, but for women. Um, and so the, the differences were that the disciplines were very much catered to women, where the men had something like they had to take a cold shower. The women had no gossiping, which we know is hard for us, right? Um, no unnecessary purchases for the 90 days, um, you know, little things like that. So I decided to reach out to every single person in my phone book that I knew to be a woman and Catholic. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm going to see what sticks. I'm going to write this message saying, hey, I'm doing this program. Who wants to join me? So I thought, like, I'll get a small group of four people. 
we ended up with like 20 women. And it was amazing. It changed my life. So we did that. <laughs> then this year, we decided to do Fiat 40 because we were not going to do the 90 days. We had already done that. Um, so we shortened it and we modified it to do it during Lent. Um, and out of that came this just stirring in my heart of this, there's more here. Um, the way that these women connected to each other, some that we weren't close to, some I was close to, some had relationships, some didn't know each other at all. And we built such strong bonds that I knew in my heart that we could do this on a bigger scale, that we could do this with other women, that we could build these relationships and foster these relationships, encourage each other, build each other, pray for each other in a way that we had never done before, but in a, in a mass level. And so that's where Fiat Forward came about. So can you tell us if, if someone's listening and they've never really heard this word fiat, what does that mean? It's it's Mary's yes, right? So it's her her unconditional yes, right? Her pouring out, her giving of herself. Um, and so fiat is very, it's, it's very much based on Marian spirituality. So a lot of the things we do are either the rosary or a Marian consecration, um, the Magnificat, um, you know, things like that, Memorare, a lot of those um, Marian-based prayers. Um, and we look to her, we look to her as our guide, <clears throat> um, as our mother and Fia, she's our patron. Um, and we we want to be her, we want to live by her example. The beautiful thing about the Blessed Mother is that the reason we venerate her is because she is the blueprint for what God created us to be in right. where Adam and Eve fell short. So just like Jesus is the new Adam, our mother is the new Eve. So in the garden, she fell, they blamed each other. <laughs> and, you know, we, we are suffering the consequences of that. But in Mary's fiat, her total surrender, her total yes. And, and it's a trust in God because in Eve, when the enemy came to, to seduce her, he put confusion in her, where instead of like, no, that's that's not what God asked of me. He already told, you know, he told them specifically, don't do that. And they allowed that confusion to be sowed into their hearts. But with Mary, there was just a blind trust. I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to thy word. Total yes, total surrender, knowing full well that in her in her time, in that culture, since she was only betrothed to Joseph, betrothed, what, engaged <laughs> to Joseph, not yet married, she would have been stoned to death. Mm -hmm. And the reason this is so important and such a role model for us in our faith is because we're facing challenges every single day in which we know we should trust God, but we're scared. Mm -hmm. Like this morning, I posted about the litany of trust. And I'm reading through some of those petitions in there, like from, from the fear that loving you will leave me more destitute, something like that. It's, it's just so true. Mm -hmm. We think that the more we have, to, we God asks of us, the less we're going to have. So that fiat in ourselves, being able to say that wholehearted yes to God, that's what makes us more feminine, more complete in our womanhood. Yes, that lineage of trust hits hard. 
that is not for the weak of heart. Um, from the deliver me from the fear of being rejected, of needing praise and validation, right? Um, that that one's I love it, but it, it's it's a really hard one. It's a very hard one, and it's funny because when you read it, you feel like, am I the, so? I'm not the only one that feels this way about these like really um, deep stirrings in our heart, really deep fears. And that's one of the beautiful things that we discovered um, through this ministry in in, um, just fellowship and communion with each other, being with these women, is that a lot of times we think that we're we're going through things on our own in a bubble, right? That we're isolated in our feelings and self-esteem, right? We want to we want to look right? A certain way we want validation, we want praise, we don't think we're smart enough, we have imposter syndrome, maybe we don't think we're going to make it in our career, we don't think we have the perfect family, our home is not kept, you know, whatever it is. And then you have this image of this woman who maybe you see on social media, and, you know, she's a homemaker, and you're like, oh, she's so perfect, right? Or she makes six figures, and you're like, oh, she's so perfect, she's a lawyer or a doctor or whatever, right? And then you're talking to them and we're, we're having these meetings um, and, and they're, they're struggling with the same thing. They're saying the exact same thing. And you're like, oh my gosh, this isn't just me. This is, we're all going through this in some way. We're all walking this path. We're all falling, right? But am I there to pick my sister up? Am I there to pray for her, you know, with intention, right? Not just, I'm going to pray for you, right? Because we love to say that. I'm going to pray for you. I'll pray for you. <laughs> Right. But are we actually holding her hand and praying for her? Mm-hmm. I had uh, Nancy Ruffin on one of the episodes um, a couple of weeks ago. And that's one of the things that she says whenever someone's like, pray for me, you don't just say, I'll pray for you. She's stopped right then and there and prays for the person. And I know that that's something that you do in community with Fiat Forward. Yeah. So every meeting we start with prayer. Um, it's very simple. We just say, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here, mm-hmm. um, which I stole from someone else. Um, I forgot her name now, but I'll remember. <laughs> and um, then we go through our meeting, which is very simple. It's one minute. Each girl gets to go around and say they're high, they're low and their Holy Spirit moment of the week. I love and- it is so powerful because we go through our week and we think that God has sometimes maybe not done anything for us, right? We're like, oh, well, I went to work, you know, I ate, I did this, I put the bed, uh, the kids to bed, I did my homework, I went to school, I wrote a paper, I presented that project at work, but they're just the, the motions of life, right? But when you're intentional about looking for God's hand in your life, and looking for the little, what my friend calls personal miracles, you will see that daily, daily, God bestows them on you. Daily, he gives you those little trinkets of, hi, I'm here. I'm your father and I'm I'm here. I love that. So tell me in your own personal life, what are the fruits that you've seen from when you first did Fiat 90 and 40 and now with Fiat Ford? Oh, just just even my personality, um, my, I, I mean, by nature, I think because of my uh, career, I have to be someone who's naturally empathetic and sensitive to others, but I, I've seen a growth in that alone. 
in my ability to connect where maybe if I was scared to do that before now I'm much more open much more receptive right much more generous with my time and my um wanting to connect to other women or just other people in general right where I'm actually taking the time to go you know what like maybe this person really needs me right now let me just stop and give them that let me listen to them right and in the group with the other women is is the growth in prayer and their prayer life and their spiritual life that individual relation individual relationship with Christ and then being able to be intentional forming those little habits right for 90 days we'll be intentional about reading scripture for 20 minutes a day trying to go to daily mass going to confession once a month right so if you're doing that for 90 days and then you're doing it again for Lent for 40 days the goal is that you take some of those little habits with you even if you're not doing them even if you're not going as hard but you're trying to bring some of that with you and that's going to carry over and you're you're gonna you're going to see beauty and grace and fortitude and strength and hope and love come out of daily prayer, mass and confession. There's no way not to. Yeah, you're giving space for the Holy Spirit to work in your life, right? And for those graces to really show themselves. And something that I, I do love about our blessed mother is she gives her fiat, right? And then at the wedding of Cana, she's the one that intercedes for that couple. Like it's such a shameful thing for them to have run out of wine. And she intercedes even when Jesus is like, it's not my time. And she just goes, do whatever he tells you. Yes. And that's the example that she sets for us. Do whatever he tells you. And I, I love that Mary is there for us. It's one of the, it's one of the beauties of the Catholic church. You know, the big difference with us and Christians is that they don't see her the way that we do, right? They don't they don't hold a special place for her in their heart. And what a gift that is to us, you know? I mean, you have a mother, right? We all have a mother. If someone is trying to get to you and they can't, and they go to your mother and ask her, can you please tell Audrey this? Can you help me with this? Why wouldn't she do that? She loves you. You know, she wants the best for you. And we have that at our disposal. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, there is never, ever, ever a person that could ever say that they didn't have a devotion to Mary, that she didn't bring them even closer to the heart of Jesus. Because that's what she does. She is the bearer of Christ. And I think that this Advent time is the perfect example of that. Like in her waiting, she's bringing forth Christ to us. Yes, absolutely. And I always think about this, like we're in a time in which we're looking for these female role models and his mother is that perfect female role model for us in the way that she was always pointing towards her son, praying behind the scenes. And there, even at the foot of the cross for one of Jesus's last words to be to his beloved disciple, who are we? His beloved disciples, behold your mother, yes. take her into your home. You know, a lot of times I think we forget that maybe Mary operated from a place of nervousness or mm -hmm. fear, right? Mm -hmm. She gave her yes, but that doesn't mean that she she wasn't nervous about doing something, right? Could you imagine like being the mother of the son of God or seeing your son, Diana Cross, be brutalized and then stay there with him? Do you think... You know, she didn't have fear of 
what could happen, but she did it anyway, you know? And so I think about that. I hold on to that, right? When I, I need to do something and it's really hard and I go, you know what? If Mary did it anyway, so I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to operate from this place of fear. It doesn't matter. I'm going in, right? I'm going to jump anyway. Yeah, what a good word, Raquel, me, because it says it in today's gospel. Like she was troubled at the angel's words. Like, what do you mean? Me? Me? Like, what do you see in me? Because we all feel 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 that sometimes. Like, I'm not, I can't do this. You're, ask, or you're asking way too much of me, God. Why me? Yeah. Yeah, why me? And even to have stayed loyal to the foot of the cross as a mother. Mm-hmm. And I even think of like going back to Abraham being asked to sacrifice his son. It's what was asked of her too on the cross. And there she stayed faithful. And it's like, are we are we that faithful to God? to keep saying yes, even when it hurts. And we're watching things that make no sense to us. But staying faithful, staying connected, staying close to the church, staying close to our sisters, staying united in prayer Mm -hmm. to keep going through these life trials. Yeah. The trying, right? Just that every day I'm trying. I'm going to get up and I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to that intentional every day today I'm gonna try yeah Uh, this this is so deep because this I'm just called to prayer right now and to just meditate on her life and that great yes and what are what are the places in my life where maybe I'm not fully trusting God so that his word can be conceived in my heart what are the things that God wants to give birth to in my life that I'm not allowing my full cooperation. Where are the places in your life that you need a fiat? Yeah. Yeah. What a, wow. And there's like silence right now because I think that both of you, both of us just feel like there's so much here. There's so much stuff. And for us to be able to grow on our own journeys. So how can you how can we join fiat forward um so we have an instagram page that's brand new <laughs> um it is it's a baby it is fiat underscore forward and um you can link with us there there's a link to the fiat 90 page which is the longer 90 day program the the woman Lydia who founded Fiat 90 who created the program based off of Exodus she is starting the Fiat 90 program January 1st um, in her diocese in Buffalo New York Um, so definitely just DM me um, and I will connect you get you started the hope is that so we are right now based out of New York City Um, But we have, we did the program with women that were in other states because we would meet via Zoom. The hope is that eventually we can create fiat chapters, right? So that if you, Audrey, let's say lived in Florida and you wanted to form a small group in your parish and do fiat, that you could, and that one of the existing members would help you. So would consult with you in getting up and running and help you with the logistics of it. That is the idea, that there would be little chapters of it all around. But for now, um, 
we will encourage women to join us with the existing group that we have in New York. Um, so Lydia is starting in Buffalo January 1st. She's doing the 90 days. And then I will be starting one for Lent, so the 40-day one. What a beautiful way to give a total yes and surrender to God. United yeah. with other women and standing up because like we were talking about in the beginning of the episode, there's so many things that we do. Like it's such a trend because I'm sure you see it in your work, but in my work as a life coach, there's women like, how do I be more forward? How do I show up more aggressively? Um, because we think that that's how we have to present in order to get what we want. But when we fully step into our feminine genius, we learn to be incredibly powerful. It's like St. Catherine of Siena said, like, be who God created you to be and you will set the world on fire. So before I end each episode, I ask women what their morning routine is, what you're currently reading, and what your favorite Bible verse is. <laughs> um, so I have to say that I don't always stick to my morning routine, but I try to um, do a morning prayer. Um, so just a morning offering and um, spiritual communion and the memory. Um, when I walk my daughters to school every morning, we do an Our Father Hail Mary and the Jesus prayer, one decade of it. Um, and then I just pray over them. Every morning I say, Lord Jesus, cover these two little girls with your most precious holy blood. Keep them safe from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional harm. And extend that blessing and that protection to all our friends and family. That's my morning routine. It's it's short, but... <laughs> covering your daughters in the blood of Christ. Yeah. That's, that's the perfect way to start the morning. And what else did you ask me? My favorite Bible? Reading. What? What are you currently reading? I am currently reading a devotional for Advent. Um, it just has a short prayer. I think it's called Un Unwrapping the Gift of Christmas. Um, I'll send it to you later so that you can link it or something. <laughs> yes. And my favorite Bible verse, so I actually have two. Um, one, I actually carry it with me. <laughs> it's um, Mark 5. Um, and it's Jesus um, goes to the house of Jairus, whose daughter is dead. And he just says, Talita kum, little girl arise. I love, 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 love that verse so much. Um, it resonates with me because of its simplicity, um, how very direct, how soft um, Jesus is, but very stern and just get up, right? And I think about that all the time when I'm struggling, when I am going through spiritual dryness, right? And I feel very much spiritually dead. And Jesus just says, get up, get up right? All I have to do is get up. And if I can do that, I can keep walking, but I cannot walk until I get up. So I absolutely love that. that um, tear up. <laughs> go ahead. That made me tear up. That's <laughs> beautiful. Because as you know, as a licensed um, clinician, you know, like there's so much inner work that goes on in us. And when we're feeling defeated that way, it's the little girl in us that needs attention. Yes, 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 absolutely. 
a, a very good priest friend of mine, um, the best advice that I've ever gotten he gave to me, which was, when you're going through hell, keep walking. When you're going through hell, keep walking. Don't touch anything. Don't look around. Don't sit in it. Just keep walking. And that is get up. You have to get up. Um, the other one is very played out, <laughs> which is 1 Corinthians 13. But this same friend of mine said to me, if you can use that as your examination of conscience. Mm. And when I tell you, like, it works. It's so powerful. So instead of love is patient, love is kind, right? Love does not boast. Love does not envy. You put yourself in it. So you change the word love and you insert your own name. So you say to yourself, am I patient? Am I kind? Do I envy? Do I boast? Am I proud? Do I dishonor others? Do I, do I, am I easily angered? Am I self-seeking, right? Do I protect? Do I trust? Do I hope? Do I persevere? It's very beautiful. Very powerful. Raquel, me, you just added two really good arsenals to my prayer life. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Wow. I love that so much. And I really hope it blesses our audience. I hope every woman listening takes these two verses to heart for themselves also. And without shame, right? Because right away, what I pictured in my head is like, oh, when I scream at my kids, Audrey is not being very patient. Or kind. But right, it's it's having grace with ourselves and seeing that God's not shaming us, but like calling our attention to what's going on there. But that's the point, right? You do that and you go, oh, I really lost my patient with my kids today. I really lost my patient with my coworker today. But then you make an intention to do better tomorrow, right? That is what confession is. Um, you can't say you're sorry without the intent to not do it again. So, you know, the, the most important thing before you're going to do an examination of conscience is not to do it by yourself, right? Don't go down that rabbit hole by yourself. Bring the Holy Spirit into that meeting with yourself bring the holy spirit into that check-in holy spirit you are welcome here holy spirit help me to look within help me to see the things that i have done badly and help me to do them better tomorrow oh i know this episode is going to bear so much fruit for people thank you for sowing these beautiful words of faith to our community today and can you tell us again i'm going to link it below but tell us again where they can find you Yes. So I know you're not on social that much. It's one of the requirements, right? Yes. <laughs> for yeah. fiat, you're saying? Yes. Yeah, no socials for fiat. So unless it's necessary. So unless it's for work. Um, but other than that, you shouldn't be on social during the period that you're doing fiat, either the 90 days or the 40 days. The focus is Jesus versus distracting yourself because we do so many things to self-soothe yes. versus so going to Jesus to prayer everything that is keeping you from the here and now everything that is keeping you from Jesus so are you can you be intentional for 40 days for 90 days where instead of filling your time and your space with social media the computer the internet tv you can do it with prayer you can do it with spiritual reading right of course that is there are exceptions right so if you have a vocation that has to have you watching tv like you have kids and they want to watch them. They want to have a movie night. You're not going to say, no, I can't because I'm doing this thing. Your mortification is not somebody else's mortification, right? So you're going to do the thing with your kid, right? If you can't have sweets, but you're going to a birthday party and it's your husband's birthday, you're going to have the cake because it's your husband's birthday, 
right? But the 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 point is that you are you're stripping away all the things that surround us and that keep us busy so that we can be unbusy and we can be available for Jesus for 40 days or for 90 days. I love that. I actually gave up TikTok for Lent because I would find that whenever I wanted to self-soothe, it was TikTok. So where TikTok was on my phone, I put the Hallow app and then like, let me go pray. <laughs> yes. Well, we did see that. We found that many of us had um, scrolling thumb syndrome. <laughs> so we, I was checking my emails just so that I could scroll just so I could have that feeling of scrolling because I was so used to doing that on Instagram that I was checking my email and looking forward to check to check my junk mail just so that I could scroll mm. and those so. habits do go away yes they do <laughs> but it takes a lot of patience and practice yeah so you're, you're it's you know you're, you're becoming fertile fertile soil for the Holy Spirit to work so thank you so much for your work. Thank you for your fiat to God. And just one more time, where can they find you? So fiat underscore forward on Instagram or fiat 90 on Instagram. Beautiful. Well, Raquel, me, thank you. And to our audience, I hope this episode blessed you. I know her verse in Mark definitely did. And it's something that I'm going to use as well as um, Corinthians. Uh, God bless you. Uh, share this episode, leave, subscribe, leave a review, all that good stuff. Enjoy your day. Thank you 